0: Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today we will be discussing healing intimacy wounds. Intimacy is defined as closeness between people in personal relationships. It's what builds over time as you connect with somebody, grow to care about each other, and feel more and more comfortable during your time together. It can include physical or emotional closeness or even a mix of the two. Now, true, healthy intimacy comes most usually with a feeling of being loved, safe, happiness, bliss, and connection. I would personally argue that this is one of the main human drives. I would argue that it is at the core of all other human drives and motivations as human beings. Intimacy wounds are wounds created by being in a close relationship with another where there was a detachment or a traumatic breakup where there was no proper closure and subsequent grieving. So contrary to what most people are actually aware of, our first intimate relationships are not in adulthood, they actually stem back to early childhood. Our parents are our first intimate relationships. This is not sexual. Intimacy is not necessarily sexual by nature. It is closeness, and therefore, our first intimate relationships are with our parents. So the lack of healthy connection, attunement, and subsequent individuation that should happen with a healthy parent figure, without this, it creates a deep core intimacy wound. This wound will lay dormant in the subconscious until we enter into an adult intimate relationship later on in life, which is where it usually will get activated, this is otherwise known as triggered. As a result of the lack of healing, grieving, and working through early intimate wounds, Intimate relationships later on in life will most usually be a repetition compulsion of early awkward detachments from primary caregivers in order to get this much needed closure. So this is where we actually attract people who are similar to our abusers in an unconscious attempt to replay the early childhood intimate wounding experiences and ultimately get healing and closure. Without healthy intimacy early on, there's going to be a lack of unconditional love, a lack of emotional nutrients, safety, human connection. Because of this, because of these wounds, it will essentially lead to a lifetime of attracting relationships, hijacking all our relationships, most specifically our intimate ones. It'll creep its way into every single one, and it will wreak havoc. In adult relationships, what we desperately crave is to be loved, to be seen, to be cared for. However, when we have these wounds of childhood, these unmet childhood needs of intimacy will creep its way in, and what we'll end up doing is trying to get those needs met in our adult relationships, which will always lead to chaos because ultimately adult relationships are not meant to meet childhood needs. We will attract relationships in an attempt to meet those needs. This sadly leads most often to narcissistic relationships and partners who promise to meet that deep need of unconditional love, but ultimately these individuals perpetrate that promise to love unconditionally, promise to meet that need. Victims of this type of wounding experience will crave it so deeply they'll often overlook red flags. Those who have an intimacy wound, which is often referred to as an attachment trauma or a hole in the soul, are going to feel empty. There's gonna be this vacancy within, which oftentimes victims look to fill it with drugs, with relationships, with distractions, bully victims, specifically childhood abuse victims, most specifically narcissistic abuse victims of, or narcissistic parents will see intimacy as a threat to safety. Now, intimacy in this instance is vulnerability, emotional availability, and being present in the moment. This is going to bring up a lot of old pain, and as a result, they're going to avoid intimacy and see it as something that is, in fact, dangerous. When they do want to get intimate. If they do decide to do so, it'll oftentimes trigger a lot of guilt and shame when they get too close to another person. Intimacy is a reflection of our deepest part of ourself, of our soul. And because we have been wounded on a deep level at the core, we will create barriers to intimacy and relationships in an attempt to protect ourselves from getting further hurt. Now, in childhood, when we were wounded, we created these defense mechanisms, they were actually necessary for survival, but later on, these defense mechanisms become barriers, which actually disconnect the ability to connect to others in an intimate, healthy way. Because deep down, at the core, we want intimacy, those who have an intimacy wound will be attracted to connection and strive to connect to others in an intimate way, however, will also be repelled at the same time time creating a push-pull dynamics that is oftentimes seen as the love addiction and love avoidant in a relationship where they'll cling to others to try to get their intimacy need met but oftentimes repel it because of the fear of smothering and then when they do get too far away they will feel the wound of abandonment these two specific wounds are oftentimes those that occur when being narcissistically abused in childhood so that'll replay itself in an adult relationship with this push-pull dynamics The mind is genius at avoiding intimacy. The mind or the ego sees intimacy as death. Intimacy, which is present moment awareness and vulnerability are things that terrify the ego because the ego fears losing itself. Therefore, it runs as far as it possibly can and creates brilliant defenses in order to protect itself from losing the man-made fear-based ego identity. So I'm gonna go into some of the symptoms of having an intimacy wound. Firstly, fearing closeness, but also craving it. This is where you see the fear of abandonment, but also the fear of smothering, creating this push-pull dynamics oftentimes seen in the narcissistic codependent relationship. Sabotaging relationships when they get too good, when they get too peaceful, and when they come too easy. Fearing abandonment or smothering, like I mentioned. Hating or being envious of the opposite sex. Extreme highs and lows of love. Extreme chaos and drama attracted to narcissistic and codependent relationships, codependency, feeling extremely guilty for putting oneself first, and feeling like you are betraying your smothering and abusive parent. So I want to talk about the way to work through an intimacy wound and how to heal it. First of all, it's important to identify that you have a wound. Accepting that you were wounded and realizing that this is a real thing is so paramount. It's important to feel your feelings. So many times we run away from our shame, our guilt, our anger, our rage because we're terrified of those feelings, but it's important to face them and feel them. Whatever emotions show up, it's vital to heal our wounds, whether it's the abandonment wound, a smothering wound. We have to identify the wound and heal them. We also need to practice being vulnerable, being open, expressing your feelings, and being heard. This is oftentimes very important. good to do with a therapist or a friend or a coach or somebody who you can trust to be intimate with and ultimately help you heal those wounds and rebuild healthy intimacy within. It's vital to meet childhood needs by developing a healthy relationship with your inner child and not try to get that need met through intimate partners. This is usually where we attract intimate partners who are reminding us of our parent in order for that inner child to recreate that repetition compulsion like I spoke of earlier on. It's important to give yourself the love that the parents that you did have could not did not give you. It's important to give yourself the emotional nutrients realizing that you cannot necessarily get it from other people until you can get it from yourself. It's vital to enter into adult relationships with a healthier mindset and state of consciousness. Oftentimes, this takes being alone when you leave a relationship, when you are alone, oftentimes people discuss with me that they are struggling because they feel that they don't necessarily want to lose the toxic bond with their partner. But oftentimes you need to be alone to deal with that abandonment wound, to let your triggers come up, let those feelings that are very painful come to the surface for healing. And then you can then individuate, become your own person, and then enter into a relationship with a much healthier mindset, attracting healthier partners. Those who have these deep intimacy wounds. Like I mentioned earlier, they're usually going to get triggered in intimate relationships. However, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If there's somebody you are in a relationship who you can trust, who can hold space for you and allow you to feel your feelings and allow those wounds to come up, it could actually be a fantastic place to heal. It's just vital to understand that we often react by blaming our partner, by projecting it and denying our wounds onto them. It's vital to take ownership of your wounds. Create that safety so that you can let these feelings come up not continue to stuff them down and deny them but rather process them, work through them and create that healthy sense of self one that can connect to others in a non completely reactive way but rather in a way where you are present, where you are in the moment, vulnerable and with the ability to create healthy, long-lasting intimate relationships. To conclude, I want to talk about how intimacy is not just sexual. It's important to understand intimacy is also synonymous with being vulnerable, being present, Being emotionally available and attuned to your partner and to your own needs it's the ability to communicate in a way that you are understood it's the ability to trust yourself and the other person it's the ability to accept yourself and the others for who they are unconditionally and finally allowing space for others to be themselves non-judgmentally if you are struggling with an intimacy wound if you have been wounded in childhood chances are you do have an intimate wound if you are in a relationship where you are, you are constantly getting triggered and you feel like the relationship may not be working out because of which, please understand it's important to take a look within and see if, in fact, your childhood wounds are getting in the way of being close to other people. Creating healthy intimacy is such an important element of mental health, and it's something we all deeply crave and very possible even if you have not wounded in the past. So please allow me to create that space for you so you can bring those wounds to the surface, process them, get back to health, create a healthy core sense of self, one where you can be intimate with yourself and ultimately with other people, creating that healthy connection that we all crave as human beings. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so definitely reach out and take advantage of that. I can reach by email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. It is an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the very best.